0: Stonegate Church, great to uh, be with you guys again for another episode of Life Around Stonegate. Uh, Get an opportunity to just celebrate and highlight for you things that are going on uh, around our church family. And there are lots of things going on around Stonegate. That's why I actually love getting to do this. It it gives us time to to talk about those things and explore them and and just celebrate them along with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing that's going on, we're in the week of... Halloween Halloween so Halloween is here which yes, is. Um, I know is your favorite holiday
1: it's one of my favorites no, <laughs> yeah Christmas <laughs> is pretty good But yeah
0: I'm just making that up I'm sure I'm sure though you're doing some of the dress-up stuff because you got kids
1: uh yeah so Liam's uh, gonna be a bumblebee a bumblebee yeah okay yeah he loves bees right now kind of weird that
0: are you guys gonna get out do the do the trick-or-treating thing
1: Uh, It depends. It's gonna be really cold tomorrow night. It is gonna be cold. You gotta bundle up. Yeah, and we got. to bumble up. Bumble up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's cold. That was good, wasn't it, Austin? It it was good. It was a quick wit, you know. I am a dad, so yeah. (laughs) Steve Steve would be be proud.
0: He's gonna be yeah. He's gonna get killed by a bee. Oh yeah,
1: Rodney cannot be a bee. (laughs) Uh, Maybe he should dress as a bee so the bees leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be uh, way too cold. We've got a newborn, so... Yes, you do. Don't think that's going to yeah. be... So
0: that means you're sleeping a lot. You feel really refreshed this morning. Uh, you feel amazing.
1: I'm sleeping probably more than my wife, yeah. a little bit, but yeah. not a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Halloween's also, um, you know, it's it's a, it's a great moment, if you think about it, in that neighborhoods come out. Yes. So I know... In, one of the neighborhoods I live in, uh, man, it feels like the night of the year where the most people mm-hmm. are out. Yeah. Uh they're they're out socializing, connecting. Um, I've had a lot of times even walking around my neighborhood on Halloween, feeling like, why do we only have to do this? Why do we only do this once a year? Yeah. Why can't we do this a lot more often where we all come out of our mm-hmm. houses and talk to one another and our kids have fun and yeah. all of those ingredients mm-hmm. outside of like whatever Halloween is, excuse me. <clears throat> um but it just makes me think like is there a way to redeem it yeah yeah and i think some folks around stonegate have tried to ask that question
1: yeah i know the uh in the last handful of years uh, the Needums have kind of set um uh kind of a a pace for how to do that in a certain way uh and then i think each family you know being able to think about that strategically for them uh, i think you know my context we're getting to where little kids uh it's probably a little bit different a way to redeem halloween maybe we um, redeem it by inviting neighbors to go trick-or-treating with us, and maybe we carry conversations along while we're walking through the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I know some will do the big showdown, like king size candy bars. We want to show the generosity of God uh, to our neighborhood. Uh, but there, I feel like there's so many ways you could, depending on the neighborhood yes. you live in, because some of them, you don't have that many neighbors yeah. or whatever, but... And so I know, too, to if you're
0: it. listening to this, it might, be, um, it might be a little last minute, but if you are curious about being able to take advantage to redeem Halloween. We definitely have resources and oh, tools yeah. and some best practices we'd love to share with you. Just send us an email or reach out. Uh, but yeah, a lot of yeah. our families do engage Of saying we've got a lot of people coming out that night. Yeah. So yeah, we do. let's set up a space um, that you can pray with people. You can go above and beyond and giving them uh, extra sugar.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Surprise the <laughs> <Why> kiddos <not? laughs> with that.
0: Why not? And make a fun moment to be able to to really get to know your neighbors. Um, Mm -hmm. I know my wife and I will walk around our neighborhood and do some of that a little bit too, but it is one of those nights where we do try to, at a minimum, be intentional about getting to know some neighbors maybe that we haven't met before. So some of my neighbors are just, if I'm being honest or not, Super social, mm. so it's the one night I can knock on their door and, and find myself even in a conversation yeah. with them that hopefully I can carry on mm. even beyond that.
1: It's like the one night to be neighborly. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it it really is. Yeah. So, so That's bundle good. up, uh, take your kids out, uh, think of ways. Uh, no matter what, how the Lord really might want you to be intentional about mm. getting to know a neighbor, uh, yeah. having a conversation. So, what kids are. Run around getting their fill with uh of candy. Think of a way that you can really connect with someone, yeah. pray with someone, uh, get to know someone. Maybe uh, even an, uh, the door will open up and you get to share the gospel. Yeah, who yeah. knows? It'd be so, amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so it is Halloween, mm-hmm. but we also know it as a different kind of a day. Yeah, Reformation Day.
0: Reformation Day. Yeah, yeah yep. which
1: it's. You know, I I don't know what the math is. Probably what five hundred and eight years. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah five hundred eight years ago. Five
0: hundred years. Martin Luther. Uh, kicked off the Reformation, uh, so and and that is something for us to to highlight. Uh, Stonegate, we're part of that Protestant history, so it's an mm-hmm. important part in, in church history to stop and reflect. And and even um, you know I won't go too too long on it or, or get too much into the weeds, but if you think about it, uh, Martin Luther even at that moment wasn't necessarily trying to uh, to take down the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. but rather he loved the church mm-hmm. and he wanted to see the church always reforming and always yeah. growing and yeah. always striving to become uh, more uh, true to its theological statements and convictions and beliefs. Um, And I actually think that principle of always reforming, of wanting to be more uh, congruent and have more integrity with our theological beliefs is a good aspiration and even a good legacy of the Reformation that all of us can hold true and celebrate. That's so so good. Yeah, so we stand in that lineage. It's amazing to think about.
1: I was listening to a podcast this morning, actually, on it, and uh, just even uh, our Bibles, mm-hmm. like our physical Bibles, is one of the playouts of that that kind of season of the Reformation where people would be killed for having an English Bible, um, and we don't. We don't get killed for that. We get to use it. Most, most of us have multiple of them in our house, so yeah. just a neat, like, uh, that sparked a lot of what is now so like a treasure to us that we get to have the word of god in our homes and hear from him regularly and i agree it's it's so sweet
0: it what a beautiful legacy that the that the bible is uh readily available Mm -hmm. Uh, you can have it on your phone you could have i mean you're right the average american household i think i read a statistic even for non-believers has two to three bibles in it oh wow just because they're they're so uh common and ubiquitous and uh, in some ways, that can be a blessing and a little bit of a downside. The blessing is obviously God's words everywhere, but the downside is maybe we just don't appreciate it yeah, yeah. as much as we should. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like uh, Luther set off a reformation that uh, we are experiencing many of the blessings of yeah. still today. So uh, speaking of blessings, a uh, bunch of great things going on around Stonegate we'd love to make sure you're aware of. Um, one of those, I'll just ask your thoughts on Daniel. Mm-hmm. I know we've been doing Alpha. So Sean's been leading that yep, up for us. Yep. And uh, tell, tell everyone a little <clears throat> bit about Alpha if they haven't
1: yeah. heard anything about it. So, and uh, Alpha is such a neat uh, thing that we've started over the last uh, year or so, um, but really it's it's a uh, kind of a curriculum that's been put together strategically uh, to help people walk through some of the basics of what does it mean to follow God, what is what is Christianity, uh, what is the Bible. Uh, so anyway, it's a it's a really safe place for people who have questions about God and the Bible, faith. Uh, to be able to show up and what i love about it is it's very like judgment free so like you're not going to get a lot of bible teachers uh kind of like well this is your answer uh there it's actually a safe place to ask the question and then just kind of sit in that question uh to be able to process your story in that uh and then here the teach only teaching is is from a video and so anyways uh, it's been really neat because a lot of people who don't know Jesus are coming with a lot of the people in our church who are helping serve and be a part of it. So it's yes. a really neat uh, merging of a lot of people who don't know Jesus or not s- just sure about haven't stepped that, uh, taking that step, you know. And so yeah, uh, it's it's been neat. And I know they're finishing up; they're really close to um, yeah. Finishing and they've up.
0: had a really good group jump in this round, and it's I, I can't wait to hear more of the stories that come out oh, of that. Yeah. But you know, one of the things that always reminds me of, um, I lived in. In Seattle, which was a very uh, like kind of post-Christian context, before moving to Dallas, and you know, some of the language we'd often talk about was, uh, you know, uh, often seeing folks that even if like, uh, let's say, the number one is where you become a Christian, you go from zero to one, and one now you're a believer, entering into the kingdom of God. Well, a lot of folks they're starting at like a negative ten. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're a negative ten, just very hostile and aggressive, or maybe you've had a really negative experience or uh, stereotypes of yeah. Christians and Christianity in the church. Uh, it can be that progression that moves people along that gives them the proper environments or the, the, the relational environments that move them from a negative 10 to maybe a negative 6. And sometimes it's just like, hey, I got to know a Christian, yeah. and they weren't judgy.
1: <laughs> they me, weren't mean to me.
0: And they were nice to yeah. me, and they were willing to answer my questions, yeah. and they were willing to have conversations. And that just moves you a little bit further mm-hmm. along. Of Like, okay, I, I'm willing to ask my questions now, and I'm curious, and I'm willing yeah. to explore And I think if the church and Stonegate, we can provide environments for that, that allows a lot of people to go from like a negative 10 to a negative 5 to God willing all the way to crossing the line of faith and becoming Christians. And so that really is so much of the hope of that is Mm -hmm. to create an environment where people that are maybe very far from God and maybe very against God can begin to move toward
1: God. And then we baptize them. And then we baptize them,
0: <laughs> which we absolutely love getting to do around Stonegate. So, yeah. uh, another thing we have going on where mm-hmm. we've seen lots of life change is, is marriage care. Yeah. So,
1: yep. Uh, it's been neat to to see. You know, marriage care has some pretty deep roots. Uh, it's almost as deep as like our redemption groups, um, but it's you know a little bit more um, acute care for marriages. Uh, and what I love about it is really no matter where you're at on the spectrum of your marriage, it be great for you, you know, 100%. and um, just the, I know the content they go through by Paul Tripp uh, is just so good and helpful for a lot of our, our marriages in our church. Uh, so if you haven't uh, done it, I think any, any marriage would benefit from it. Um, and I think if you love marriage, which if you're married, I hope you do, uh, you should want to invest in other marriages in our church family. So I would 100%. go through it and then maybe take someone else with you and go through it. Cause I think uh, our church is only better when uh, people's marriages are better. Yeah,
0: I think you're highlighting such an important thing that marriage care is not designed or only for those that are having a really hard time in their marriage. Mm -hmm. It's actually designed for anyone to see their marriage thrive and flourish. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, your marriage, if you're married, that is the most significant and important and uh, meaningful relationship you have in this lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, just let that sit with you for a second and think about that. Uh, the most significant, meaningful, important relationship in your life. So it's going to shape so much of your life um, and how your life goes. So, why would you not regularly want to put some development, some investment into that? So, even if your marriage, you're going, gosh, it's, uh, it's good.
1: Yeah. It's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but why wouldn't you want to be like, man, my marriage is like an incredible blessing and mm-hmm. I find such joy and safety and satisfaction. Yeah. And intimacy inside of it, yeah. and so that's what really marriage care is designed to like help people have amazing marriages, at, all around Stonegate. Yeah. And we love getting to. I was actually just at an event last night at dinner, uh, Stonegate was uh, hosting, and uh, a couple was sharing, and they said they were really in a tough spot, and they went to marriage care, and it was a, it was a defining moment yeah. that turned around their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, confession came forward, intimacy began to grow yeah. and now there's such joy and satisfaction in their relationship mm-hmm. because of the blessing of marriage care. So, you know, all, all honesty, I think everyone should participate. Yeah. In so
1: there's a, another, just a, another story. I remember, um, we had a, um, we celebrate all of our new members at a membership dinner mm-hmm. and there was a, uh, or maybe I'm thinking of another moment, but basically there was a guy who shared, uh, just in tears, uh, in a lot of ways was expressing just a lot of love uh, for God, but, uh, through how he was healed, Uh, Through a lot of his addiction, a lot of his uh, hurts, uh, and how and how he had hurt his wife, Um, and she was just so gracious. And the Lord has done so much healing in the marriage to the point where I actually went up to him the other day uh, while they were worshiping in service, and they were like taking communion together. It was it was such a beautiful moment where they were praying together and worshiping together. And I just went up to him afterwards. I was like, I just love everything that's happening right here, and just, just it's such a neat like display of God's grace on your life to see y'all healed and worshiping together like this. Yeah. So it's yeah. neat just to, to see, uh, as people are going through these moments to see them heal and, yeah. uh, worship Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: You know, another area too, where we're really trying to help folks because, um, let's face it. Uh, this is just an area that also creates lots of stress and pressure for so many people. And that's in the area of like, uh, finances. How do we steward the resources <laughs> that God's given us? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, at Stonegate, we have uh, we've offered Financial Peace University for a number of years, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a great guy, a guy like I've just really uh, grown to appreciate and respect and admire over the years, named Scott Royce, who leads a lot of that up for us and does financial coaching and care mm-hmm. and equipping for a lot of people around Stonegate, and uh, it's just been a, a blessing to see people figure out too of like, okay, here's another huge part of my life, along with marriage, here's another huge part of my life that has implications for how my life's going to go, yeah. what my life's going to look like. And I want to do it God's way, and I want to steward it mm-hmm. well uh, so that this is an area I'm not just kind of surviving, but I'm also thriving.
1: Yeah. Well, what is it the, they say you have? Uh, there's only a few things that you're limited. You've got time, you've got money, uh, and there's, like, one other one. But you only have a few things in your life that you are, like, resources, and it's one of those that I think we're, um, and I've heard uh, Pastor Rodney say this a lot, that we're under-discipled in. And so I just think it's a neat opportunity. And uh, it's cool we actually also have, a, if you don't, want to go through the class yet uh, we have a free um, ramsey plus account for everyone who goes to Stonegate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you haven't done that yet um, you can go to our, our website uh, on the home page and, and you can create an account but it's really neat they give you a free budgeting app mm-hmm. all these resources you can go through the baby course um, you can do it pretty quickly um but uh it's it's a That's another resource that I know we've just kind of are putting in front of people to say, like, we want to help you in this area.
0: Yeah, and I believe, too, on their parents, uh, I believe there's actually resources to disciple and even equip your kids on that, too. So if you're going, I know we've got a number of families that want to provide training and equipping on how to uh, handle finances in the way God would want, uh, not the way the world would have them do it. So if you want to train up your kids and already do that and give them some equipping, maybe if you're part of the homeschool world, and you're just looking for additional curriculum or content in that space, that is such a great tool mm-hmm. where it's all ready-made, put together for you and free uh, that Stonegate would love to provide for you yeah. guys. So, and you know, here's the last thing I'd say too. It's so interesting when some of these t- topics come up that are so intimate and meaningful in our life, whether marriage or, uh, or finances. Um, I always love to like, just ask myself when those things come up, what's the first emotion I feel? Mm. Like what's the emotion that comes to the source? Is it a sense of dread, is it fear, is it excitement, is it cynicism, yeah. is it hopelessness, whatever it is, and realize God is greater than that emotion. That's good. God's bigger than that yeah. emotion. Don't let that emotion be the obstacle that keeps you from mm-hmm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um cuz sometimes that emotion it's good so acknowledge it and and pay attention to it, but uh realize that your God is able and yeah. he cares and he has he, he has good for you, even as we were unpacking on Sunday at Stonegate. God is willing and working good in your life right now. Uh, so I think it's so important. I love to actually uh, see that in my kid's face when I bring up anything that I know is going to be hard. Yeah. You know, I brought it up the other day. I was like, hey, let's run a couple miles. And the look on my girl's face was just one of like, <laughs> you know, just complete dread. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. And uh, like misery. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's great. Like that's the first presenting emotion. Okay, yeah. now that we've identified that, we can feel it and then we can move forward from mm-hmm. it. So yeah. I think that's a really good point for uh, us to think about in our discipleship yeah. journeys.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and uh, one story that I think is really worth uh, just celebrating uh, Stonegate is we've had, I think it was this past week, uh, and I don't know like how many people are in this class, but we know this, that 15 uh, credit cards got chopped up uh it, mm-hmm. as a result of just uh, working through some debt and and things like paying yeah. off so that's a huge thing to celebrate yeah. who knows how much that actually yeah. is in terms of debt relief but that's, that's amazing
0: that is amazing and if you think about that too that's just people really what that signifies is people wanting uh to experience more financial freedom in light of like what the good news of the gospel says that yeah. we shouldn't that you know i mean there is the proverb like the borrower <clears throat> is a slave to the lender so saying i want to step away from that or i want to walk in the freedom of, of of just being able to use my resources yeah. in the way God would want me to use them. So, yeah. uh, so we're about to move on from Halloween. Yes. Last thing we want to make sure everyone's aware about there, as they're I mean, because here it's beginning. It's happening. You know, I mean, right after Halloween, it's on. It you're is. You're walking every store. You're hearing uh, Bing Crosby. Bing. That's old. <laughs> Bing old. Crosby.
1: Maybe Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Rye, Rye Carey. Mariah
0: Carey. In uh, Sync. Maybe. Yeah. I'm I don't good. know. They have a really great I'm trying Christmas album. <laughs> I, I know. I, I got to work on my Christmas uh, music catalog. Jojo's laughing at me over here. So, uh but I'll tell you. but we're moving into that. Yes. You're going to go to Starbucks. They're going to have all their Christmas, Christmas drinks. Cups yeah, that don't say Christmas. Wow, does that mean pumpkin spice lattes you know, are done?
1: That. So, possibly. Wow. Possibly. That's great. They
0: kind of keep them on the download menu though. You can still <laughs> order them for no a while. Sold. So, until they run out of all their their product.
1: Here's my question. Uh When do you start listening to Christmas music?
0: Oh man, I'm an early adopter. Oh yeah. So yeah, I love it. I, I, I don't want just four weeks of Christmas. I agree. So when people are like, I'm not doing it till after Thanksgiving, I'm like, you're missing out. (laughs) Yes. So we, we like to go in early. Yeah. So probably, uh, I, I, not too early, maybe like 10 days before Thanksgiving. Okay. By the time Thanksgiving's rolling around, we're around the house. I want the Christmas tree up. Gotcha. music—it's all part of the the Christmas season. Yeah, you know I don't think Thanksgiving and Christmas are separate. They're yeah, all they're totally put together. They're, they're mashed yeah. together in a really great way. So, uh, we have a lot going on around Stonegate yep. in this season, mm-hmm. and one of the big things is Christmas Eve services. Christmas Eve. So, on, and that's Christmas on a Sunday. Eve. On a Sunday this year. So it's going to be a little bit different. You want to yep. tell us the service times yep. for
1: that? Yeah. So uh, because it's also on a Sunday, uh, so we're uh, going to have a. A little bit of different approach to how we do services, Uh, so we're going to keep our uh, regular service time. So that's our 8:30, our 10, and our 11:30, Mm -hmm. and then we're adding uh, two services uh, in the evening uh, at 5 and 6:30. Um, So those are going to be multiple opportunities for us to. And Christmas Eve is a really, uh, I think it's the second like most evangelistic type of a day for our church family. Uh, so it's uh, us just thinking about that strategically uh has yeah. been really fun i read for. a
0: study the other uh, a couple uh years ago and i think it still holds true 87 percent of people say if someone invited me to church on christmas eve i'd go wow 87 i mean it's the ultimate low-hanging fruit yeah for inviting someone to church so folks are so open to being willing to come to church on a christmas eve so it's such a great opportunity yeah. to invite them and we promise you they will hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just absolutely can't wait for people that don't know Jesus to hear about Jesus on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And that's going to happen here at Stonegate. Yeah. Love that.
1: Well, and, and each service, uh, we try to do our best to keep those at like an hour-long, uh, candlelit service. So they're all going to be like the same. So yeah. you're not missing out a shorter sermon. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, lots of uh, Christmas uh, carols and, mm-hmm. and music and all that, pretty family-friendly and all that. So it yeah. should be a wonderful time. It's, it's always one. And then – my wife she kind of leads the charge like just christmas just spews all over the building yes put the trees (laughs) up and you know the lights and all that so i love walking in here and seeing this place totally christmified and and all that stuff so gonna be fun that's going to be happening soon too so it's going to
1: it's going to be here before we know it yeah
0: so uh yeah we hope you have a wonderful halloween Uh, just an encouragement once again just think about an intentional conversation you can have with a neighbor Uh, everyone's going to be out so bundle up or uh Do whatever it takes to get outside. I won't make my bad B joke again. I was tempted. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But get outside and uh, meet a neighbor. Have a great time. And uh, we would love to see you already thinking about who you can invite for Christmas Eve services. Love you, church. If you need anything, always uh, reach out. We are here for you. We love you. We care about you. See you guys next week.